The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donsko. I'm Henry Larson. I'm Peter Turetko, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Well, we've had a bit of a, a long week of it last week. It was a very, very exhausting one, but we were treated to some great tennis along the way. And, well, it was obviously, title of the video, Daniel Medvedev won the Paris Masters. And what a performance from him in that final. And uh, beating Sasha Zverev, the king of the indoor hardcore. What did you make of it all, JG? Well, we did so many watch-alongs, didn't we, last week? We covered uh, some of the quarterfinals, obviously, all the semi-finals. And uh, for me, the final was just the most exciting. So it's pretty fitting. Um, I thought the level, especially that second and third set, mm. was just so high. Uh, Medvedev was phenomenal. Zverev was serving so well, like, the whole match. And I yeah. looked at one stage, he was just going to serve his way to victory. Obviously, winning, like, 10 matches in a row prior to this. Medvedev's been a bit shaky. Yeah. No, I think it was 10 or 11. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, around that anyway, ridiculous form. But yeah, yeah, and then Medvedev for me, I don't know, he's not played particularly great in 2020, but he's really come to the party here. And on the hard court, he's just a different player and oh. um, formidable, really. And it's just really good because obviously the next tournament we're going to be having, well, big tournament, is going to be in London, the ATP finals. And for me now, he is someone who you can't discount for winning the whole thing. No, well, it's another indoor hardcourt tournament, isn't it? So both of those players will be fancying their chances for getting to the final again. And it would be interesting to see what the draw is for that competition. Obviously, we've got uh, ATP Sophia, that, or Sophia that's happening right uh, this second. But once that's done and dusted, we're going to be straight into the ATP Tour Finals. And there's some red-hot players in that tournament. Andrei Rublev's going to be fully rested. Another Russian that you want to keep your eye on. And, uh, yeah, he's probably going to be looking to get his first victory over Daniel Medvedev in that tournament, potentially. So Yeah, well, let's have a look at the comments. Obviously, we've got Kyle here saying, finally been able to make one. That's good. Welcome. Uh, Mary. Uh, Melez, hello. Uh, Andy saying Medvedev, the new indoor king. I think it's too early to say that, but he looks formidable. Yeah. Um, going down here. 
um, was it? Uh, I've lost it now. Oh, Thomas Rock, of course, <laughs> the super sticker. How are we doing, mate? Thanks Cheers, for that. Thomas. And Mary, this is the one I was looking for. Uh, no Daniel's song. That's a bit disappointing, Ben. No, I ap- apologise for that. Obviously, we've had such a super busy week and so many hours. Uh, I had to do a quick turnaround in that uh, Vienna one for Rublev. Plus, I thought Rublev probably deserved it a little bit more. He won five tournaments this year. And for somebody who wasn't really on the radar before this year, he was, but not in winning tournaments. This year has been his year. So I think he deserves it more than anyone. Medvedev, I'm glad to see him back. But if we can see him perform the same at maybe the London Tour Finals, who knows? There could be a little song coming after that. <laughs> Let's wait and see. Well, Ben, I might have to cut you off there because um, someone's ringing into the show right now. All right. Who this is? Well, I thought we got a special guest coming in. Well, it looks like it. Obviously, no song, but we do have a special guest joining us right now. Oh, fantastic. Um, well, let's answer it and see how it goes anyway. Hello, Daniil. Thanks for joining us. Hello, guys. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's our pleasure. A big congratulations on just winning the Paris Masters, your first tournament win of 2020. And now you're number four in the rankings, one in front of Roger Federer. First thing, I watched the live watch along, right? And I think great, uh, great job, Ben. I don't know what to speak to oh. you, JG. <laughs> you're the man. You're great. Thank you for the support, and you're welcome in Russia anytime. But uh, your question, JG. Yeah, for sure, mate. I'll be there in Russia. Um, I just want to talk about your performance. I thought you was brilliant the whole match. A bit slow at the beginning, maybe, but Sverev was just thundering down their maces. Uh, so what was your strategy to beating Sverev? Well, it was a very tough final, obviously. Uh, Sasha, he's a well, but he's not Daniel. I'm much better than Sasha. This is why I win this match. Can I just have one and, quick question? Uh, this is it. Uh, please, Daniel. Ben, shut up. Oh. Please? Shut up. Oh. Stop <laughs> talk. I have nothing to say uh, to you. But... JG, continue. Oh, thanks for that. Um, I'm, I'm glad someone shut Ben up because he can be very frustrating at times. I agree. Uh, I just wanted to say I'm a massive fan of your game, everything about you. What can we expect soon? Well, obviously, I hope in my game will now improve and when you see the best Daniel, I overtake Roger Federer, number four in the world. And now you see me, I win in London. So I see you guys soon. Just you, JG. Yeah, Love I'll you, see you ben. soon. Goodbye, JG. Daniel Medvedev just calling into the uh, podcast there. Uh, <laughs> it'd be a bit nice, to be honest, but uh, guess congratulations, uh, Daniel. There in Paris, wasn't it? Uh, nice to see the Eiffel Tower in the background. Mate, uh, it was definitely too loud. The Paris noise was certainly just drowning him out. However, Martin. it was very good and that was a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, he seems to like you anyway, so you can have fun over in Russia with Daniel. Well, I was cheering him on, mate, the whole time. You was going against uh, him. That's what uh, I mean. Hopefully... Saying, the facial expression to a T. I thought that. That's the first thing I noticed when you did it, Ben. Like, the facial expression <laughs> was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Getting uh, 
Paris Masters winner there, uh, point of view. Uh, well, he wasn't a big fan of me, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. Obviously, we've got to have our uh, people we're picking in these tournaments. But congratulations to Medvedev, regardless of uh, what he thinks of me. And uh, yeah, we just look forward to seeing him playing indoor hardcore uh, in London, because I think this could be one that he could really win. And I think playing the way he did, who's going to stop him? I think that's the big question. Who do you think could stop him out of all of those uh, top eight or seven, other seven? Well, wait, the obvious answer is going to be Djokovic, isn't it? Um, but for me, I think team. Like, I reckon team's going to do really well this year. Um, he's got a good history at the, at, the, at the event, but I think this year he's yeah. going to go on better and potentially win it like he was my tip to win it before uh however now i don't know i think it's just so hard to go against medvedev and obviously Raf- i don't think rafa nadal's gonna i think Djokovic will be a lot more troublesome than nadal this year yeah, it's really difficult to pick isn't it it's really really difficult to pick uh for me I, i'm obviously was not mentioning sitter pass as well it's another person who if he turns up he's obviously the reigning defending champion there in the World Tour Finals. So him and Dominic team battled it out last year. Uh, I could see Medvedev getting to the final instead of one of them this year, to be honest. That, but Djokovic is there too. Don't forget about him. He's like the man we're not speaking well, about. Rublev, not talking about Rublev. Rublev mate. It's the best as well. Day, so it's going to be really interesting. It's we'll do a lot one. of previews before. But before, let's not talk too much about that. Just before we do that, thanks for the super sticker, Thomas. Really appreciate yes. that. And uh, yeah, let's just move on to Sophia and go through some of the results today. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Always got to love a bit of, uh, well, the bracket as well to see how everybody's getting on. Uh, I know that some people missed it as well, the tennis draw challenge, but there's a lot of people who are doing pretty well at the beginning of this. Uh, Shall I bring up the stand-ins first off? Yeah, yeah. Okay, just bear with me two ticks. I'll bring up the... Sophia stand-ins and here we go might need to zoom in a little bit for your eyes there JG is that a bit better that's good mate I can make it a bit bigger for you if you want no that's sweet (laughs) so you can see that number one there's so many people I think literally all the favorites have won so you'd expect most people to be well up there I'm there I'm number one as well Ah, unfortunately you don't see Ben's name where is he I'm down in where am I? God, I'm all the way down. Twenty? Ah, oh, what? Twenty six? <laughs> all the way down there. Had a nightmare. I picked Basiashvili. Who? We'll go on. Well, we may as well get on to Basiashvili first. Oh, look who you're with there. You're with Serzan, Sharuk, and Mary Sky. Yeah. Well, uh, it's just one of those things, isn't it? I had. I thought Basiashvili might be able to turn it all around, change, change your whole. Like trajectory of this year because he's what lost, I believe, 10 straight. He's not won a set since uh, we came back. So since February, he won his first set today. And I was really hopeful. He had a match point today, but no, he had, I think he had two potentially. And no, yeah. So it went to Huesla, who took, who came in as a sort of wild card entry. Or was he a lucky loser? I think he was lucky loser. So yeah, yeah lucky, lucky. He lost to um, maybe Karatsev, or oh, I forget exactly. If you get it up, mate, we'll have a look. We're yeah, on yeah, the leaderboard. Sure. Okay, two seconds. I'll just go on the. I don't think it's going to show. Oh, the, we've got uh... seventy-five people as well. So thanks to everyone who has recently joined. Yeah, um, for sure. If you're one of the few people who hasn't joined already, I'll stick the link in. 
It'd be good if we can get to 100 soon. Oh, I'll just go on my one. It's going to be the easiest, isn't it? Oh, where's it gone? Yeah, so obviously that was one of the major... I don't know. Was it a major upset, though? I don't know if it was. No, it's not an upset, mate. I thought he was, he was the favourite, I believe. Bashashvili was, he was the, the bookies. No, he was the bookies' favourite oh. before. No, Bas. Well, Travaglia would have been favourite over Bashashvili, but yeah, uh, when Huesler came in, obviously Bashashvili is still thirty nine in the world, though. So yeah, where about is yeah. it? I can't. See. Oh, there we are. Sorry. Just, uh, yeah. So he obviously came in as the lucky loser. I believe it was right. I think he lost to Aslan Karatsev in the qualifiers, but he came through and. Uh, it was a great match. I actually was watching this one. Obviously, I had an invested interest in Bastiasvili going through. I thought we might see the, the change. Won his first set in a long time. Yeah, but... and then two match points as well. Um, it, it looked really good. But for me, Huesler's a much stronger player in terms of his serve. Obviously, full yeah. of confidence. He's playing the best ten of his, tennis of his career. Whereas Bastiasvili might be inside the top 40. However, he's going through such a terrible run. Not even picking up a set. I know he was able to get one today, but for yeah. me, he needs to he needs to just assess himself, really. I would personally drop down to maybe the challenger level, uh, play a few challengers for a bit of confidence. Yeah, Obviously not now. Wait for the new season, I think, and uh, go from there because he needs to kind of refine his form. But there we go. Huesler uh, went through there, yeah. and he's going to be playing the winner of Fuksovic Sinner, which I believe is tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. I think that's going to be exciting. Uh, Huesler's serve it can compete with anybody. He served well over 20 aces today against Bashasvili, and that's just going to be one of his keys to victory. If he's going to even have a chance against either of Sinner or Fuksovic, he needs to serve well. For me personally, I don't see him going any further than either of those players. I think they're far too good, both of them. But we had some, well, I think... Where should, we, where, should we, where should we go next with the next one? I thought this one was quite a close oh, Why don't one? we start from the beginning? Let's start from the top. Yeah. I know we just skipped to that one. It's probably yeah, yeah. best if we just go from the start. Obviously, we spoke about Radu Albot. That was the other yep. day. Uh, Jerusalem there. He beat uh, Troisky. He's not updated on the system, but he beat him in, uh, I believe it was three close. sets. Yeah, it was yeah. a close one, wasn't it? Yeah, really close in the end. But I, I was quite surprised, to be honest. I said, well, Troisky, you know, he can give anybody a good game on his day. But... Yeah, he, he. I think it was that. Was it the first set that he took? I believe. Uh, Troy, yeah, no, second no, set. Six three three six. Yeah, six three three six six three was the final one. Lost sixes and threes in that one, but he did uh, really well to come through that. And Troisky's just a bit of a slippery customer, to be honest. So I think he'd just be happy to be done with him. And uh, Mate, it's a big result next, for you because obviously you've got him going all the way to the quarterfinals there. So um, yeah, you needed, needed him to that. get through that one. Uh, Radu Albot, Shapovalov, that's probably tomorrow as well. We'll see how that one gets on. You've got Radu Albot, that's just so bold. <laughs> never <laughs> yeah, never well, happening in a million years. Oh, have we got that recorded, anyone? Mate, it's not happening, I'll be honest. All right, fair <laughs> play. Manorino, he beat the lucky loser, Cleezan, and that was quite oh. close as well. I thought Cleezan was going to beat him. Especially yeah, after, yeah. after the second set, going into the third, I thought, I don't know, I think Cleezan's got this. Yeah. Well I, thought, well, I was worried. I thought, no, what have I done? I thought, I thought lucky loser, Cleezan. He used to be, obviously, top 50, I believe, yeah. Cleezan. But no More one near clay this court as well. A better clay court player. For sure. But Manorino, he's been playing great. He went to so close with Zverev there and nearly got through past him in that in the last tournament. But 
There you go. It might be a bit tired. Maybe it's just like a difference in styles, but he goes. But for me, if you want to, if you want to watch a match here of high level, I think Jerusalem Manorino is going to be right up there. Both players, uh, the conditions are going to suit them. It's going to yeah. be a closer fair. I fancy Jerusalem as well. I know he'll probably be the underdog where the book is, but I don't know. I just I'm a big Jerusalem fan, so. Oh yeah, for sure. Me too. Me too. Uh, if we go down, obviously there's some people talking in the uh, comments there about this one, which was uh, I see it there. Kyle saying, "Yeah, the Daniel Karatsev uh, got that pick wrong, but it was a pretty much a toss-up. I mean, for me it was, but that second set, Karatsev just turned it on, and the first set it sort of decided the match. And there you go, Tara Daniel out." Karatsev through. I was wrong. JG was right. I don't know. I didn't think it was too much. I can understand why people would say it was a toss-up. I just think Karatsev is overall a lot better player. I know Tara Daniel's in a really good run of form. He's been winning a lot of matches in a row, actually. Uh, but for me, Karatsev, generally, he plays the better level. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he definitely does. And based off that, I generally do think he could even cause an upset and beat Dimonor. It would be mad. I don't have it on my bracket, so it's kind of irrelevant me saying it, but just watch out, man. Like the current Sev is a serious, serious tennis player, and in the best form probably post-pandemic. Yeah, him and Rublev, mate, they've both been smashing. Obviously, Kratsev on a lower scale, but he's just someone to watch out for. Yeah, he did well against Karen Hatchinov, I believe it was in St. Petersburg as well. Took a set from him, so just goes to show the sort of level that he's playing at at the moment. He's just below that upper echelon of player. He did well, obviously, on clay courts. The only person that sort of stood up to him was Stan Wawrinka, who dropped down to the challenges. If not, Karatsev would have had two tournament wins, I'm sure. So Kyle there, just talking about Kleezan, I think he sums him up perfectly. <laughs> Kleezan's <laughs> one of those players like Golvis who can randomly beat anyone on any given day. Then a week later, lose to someone outside the top 500. Yeah, definitely. That's literally him in a nutshell. It's uh, so a good analysis there, Kyle. Uh, moving yeah. down here, we've got John Millman versus Jules Simon. That's another match playing tomorrow. What do you want to oh, no, think Jules Simon's not through yet. He's got to play Andre Martin, hasn't he? Oh, tomorrow. has he not played? Yeah, yeah, they're not played. played yet. I don't believe they've played yet. I think they've got to play tomorrow. All right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So that that one's gone through though. So Andreev, who's obviously the Bulgarian wild card, he yeah, he just got a bit uh, outplayed. Really, it's John Millman. I mean, at the end of the day. Yeah, that's the one what killed the bracket that match. Obviously, it started yesterday, Sunday, but we did a podcast after that match anyway. Um, Yeah. A bit annoying, but oh well. So, moving down the big one there, Pospisil, Marchenko. I'm watching this one today, and our mate Marchenko, just sad to see that he actually went out of this uh, tournament. But what a performance from Ilya Marchenko, I have to say. I thought he looked incredible today, and he really uh, took it to Pospisil. And it just got all the way to the tie break in the third set. He was actually serving for the third for the match in the third set at five four. Unfortunately, don't know what happened. He got love. I think it was twice he was serving for it. Was he not? No, it was. Well, the second time, and then he had three break points or two break points on his service game again at six five. Yeah, so so annoying for him. It's just very frustrating. And then he was four nil up in the tie break as well. Uh, it went to 4-1, and then there was a strange line call where Pospisil clearly hit it out on the baseline where Pos- uh, where Marchenko was standing. Marchenko hit it, but 
alluded to the fact that it was out and uh, Pospisil finished it off like a winner. And the umpire had said, yeah, I thought it was out as well. Replay the point. Could have been 5-1 at the uh, changeover. Instead, it was 4-2. It went to 5-4 for Pospisil. And then, yeah, I believe, yeah, just obviously there, 7-5 in the tiebreak. And just super sad because Marchenko deserved that one. Mate, we saw him on the stream. He looked so upset. He just roared, didn't he, for like a minute straight, just shouting. Yeah. And, um, it's so disappointing because he's been losing quite a few matches of late, but it's really promising to be going the whole distance with Pospisil. And yeah, in yeah. the end, like super unlucky not to be able to win. Like, I've just seen his tweet. He tweeted an hour ago. I've got it here saying, I'm guessing another sleepless night after this one. One of, one of, them, one of them ones with my loss. No, one-on-one with my loss, like usual. Yeah. Uh, very just, dark and he just seems very down and low and it's one of them what's just super sad because I just it's hard to sort of bounce back and think oh how, how am I going to respond to this <laughs> yeah exactly and Mel is saying glad my bracket didn't make it because I have Marchenko in the final <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a tall order I know that he's a previous fourth round of the US Open type guy but uh yeah in recent years, yeah, he's just trying. He loves the hard courts, though. But he really gave Pospisil a great game. I, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, Pospisil Struff next. I think Pospisil as well, mate. But we'll see what happens there tomorrow. You never know. A big upset, obviously. Oh, this is crazy. Marin right Silic. Foratek. Yeah, it's not the right name, is it? I don't know why they've given him this name. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Marin Silic versus Jonas Foratek. And he lost there. In very comfortable fashion as well. Six three, six two. Can't believe it. It's mad, isn't it? Like how yeah. how how is it so comfortable as well? Marin Chilich, someone who I had tipped to go <laughs> all the way to the was it the final? Yeah, it was the final. What am I doing? What has happened there? Had an absolute mare. What's Chilich? He's just screwed me over. Well, did anyone actually watch it? I didn't actually get a chance no, to watch it. And uh, Saruk there saying, hey, everyone, he watched the Silic match and was a real nightmare performance. Was it a case that he was super bad and um, uh, Fortech was really good? I don't know. Um, we'll have to, I'll have to watch the highlights. Well, it sounded like it was something up because that's not the Maran Cilic that was playing in the last tournament, surely. Well, obviously oh. he beat um, Felix, didn't he, in the last one? Yeah, well, Smashed we won't it. even get to see that again now, will we? Ah, oh, Maran, what have you done? You're out, unfortunately. Yeah, that was all there pretty much was to report on that uh, tournament today, wasn't it? Oh, Caruso. I... You got Caruso, Kuzmanov. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. That was another match that I was actually uh, watching. Where's that one? Oh, I can't right see at the bottom. Oh, was it right at the bottom? Oh, it's not on there yet. Apologies. There it is. Yeah, in the other bit, it wasn't uh, updated. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a really close match as well. The the home countryman, uh, obviously Dimitar Kuzmanov, he had the whole crowd cheering for him. Well, 100 people maybe. But still, they were making a big noise for him and he was able to take it all the way to three sets, which was impressive, I thought, because uh, Caruso, well, once he had got his uh, teeth into this match in that second set, I think it was 5-1 up. Kuzmanov still came back to make him win it only 6-4 in the end and then still 6-4 in the final set. So very close match in the end, but well done. Caruso threw one good for me on that side of the bracket like that. Yeah, this is where I lost one. Obviously, I had Kuzmanov. Uh, I went for a bit of a risky play because I was expecting everyone to go for Caruso. 
And with the home crowd, I thought he could have maybe pushed him over the line. Of pretty close, not a bad attempt. Um, nah. What was it, 6 4 he lost in the third? Yeah, yeah. But it just wasn't to be for him. The, the, the main uh, t- talking point, really, for me now is Felix. So yeah. Felix now will have a shot at Caruso, Gasquet, or Buena. And yeah. then on this side of the draw, it'll be uh, Fortec. So what, either of them players, really. <laughs> and I think that Felix, in theory, should be beating the winner of Gasquet, Fortec, or Buena. Yeah, um, and if he does, we could maybe be seeing. I don't know. It's, I think he's gonna. He's got a really nice route. Basically, looking yeah, at the draw, yeah. th- there's a lot of top players more at the top of the draw. So there's kind of you'd expect him really now for me to reach semi-finals at the at the, at the minimum. Could we see him win one? I think. Well, he's got I've a- got him in the final, and I wish I did have him to win it because I really do think he is going to win this tournament now. Unfortunately, because of the whole thing with the bracket starting early. I'd pick Shapovalov. <laughs> well, he could win it as well. I think this, the Canadians are sort of taking over here. If they manage to, uh, if we could see three Canadians in the semi-finals potentially, so that would be pretty crazy for me. I've got just one, I believe. Oh, have I even got one? Yeah, one. Just got Pospisil. Just Pospisil, yeah. But then you've got Silic beating him. Silic, what's he done to me? He's absolutely killed my bracket. This is terrible, Silic. <laughs> Chilich is normally the guy which uh, is super reliable. Not today. What can you do? He's uh, probably packed up for the year, I think. <laughs> I think he's after like a, a longer holiday over the Christmas period, possible. So, But yeah, that's all there is really to report on um, today's matches. We do have uh, WTA Linz happening yeah. today. And the, I don't know if you want to get them up or maybe flash scores or something, Ben. But um, well, yeah, yeah, it was. It was it's, it's not really. Lo- it's not that exciting. I'll be honest. I can't really pick <laughs> it up too much. Um, all the win, all the all the main picks basically won. There was a few upsets, but predominantly the favourites won. I can just give you an overview. You had Gorovechka. She beat yeah, Zaveska. Yeah. Have you got it up? Hang on one sec. Bear with me. It's just full of ads, so it's difficult. There's only four matches, mate. So maybe I'll just say it. Yeah, maybe it's uh. Hang on, I can put that up. There you go. Oh, there we go. They're the four matches anyway. Uh, pretty boring, apart from the last one. Greek Menin beating Yastramenka. And I don't know what she's playing at. Obviously, she um, put an Instagram post out saying that she needs to watch one of the new coach. Oh, Apologies. The sets weren't showing. Oh, come on. Don't do this to me. Right, there they are. Go on. Greek Minnan. Yeah. No, I was just saying, Yama Strenka. She's, <laughs> she, she's the one who uh, requested a new coach. Something that's not really clicking with her right now. Um, for someone who's so high in the rankings, just super disappointing. 1.18 there, you can see with the bookies for a one today, and she ended up losing. Yeah. A little bit strange. She, it kind of it? highlights the women's tour at the moment. It's just so unpredictable. Um, Kyle, they're bracket. saying most of the WTA picks I picked were at random. <laughs> <laughs> probably the best way to do it to be honest because it's so hit and miss it's more interesting when we get to the latter stages um i thought alex Androva looked actually good i saw i caught a bit of yeah. that uh, i thought she was really impressive and i've got yeah. her actually going all the way to the i think quarterfinal or semi-final so that wow. that bodes well bernardo Pera, <laughs> we both backed mm. her in the first round got that one Stupid, terribly man. wrong i don't know why i bothered 
Don't know why yeah. I bothered with that. That was a terrible decision. Sasnovich was the one in better form, at least. So I should have just gone with that. Just trying to be clever doesn't work, does it? Uh, Yastremska, terrible result. Greet Minnan. Yeah, she's she probably that's one of our best results in recent times, I'm sure. But you got to question which players are they really playing right now? After you've seen with the Chilich result, you've seen with other players, just sort of, are they packing up for Christmas already? There's not really much to play for at the end of the year right now. don't think players are really going for it. So it's difficult to really say. I think the only one which is of any substance which is coming up is going to be the World Tour Finals for the men's. And that's what we're sort of bearing down on this one. Uh, the Sofia tournament has some good players in. But... Well, we'll do a live watch along, won't we, for the Sofia final. Yeah. Hopefully we get a good final, maybe a Felix, uh, Alex Dimonor or something like that. That'll be pretty cool. Mm. Uh, see if, uh, well, see if uh, Felix, sorry, can win his first final. Obviously won a doubles recently, a Masters event. Yeah. So let's see if he can replicate that in the singles. And uh, just the last thing I really want to say on the podcast, we're only doing a short one tonight, was obviously the big news in the UK today with a potential vaccine coming through, mm. which means which means only one thing for the for the GTL, that we could potentially be doing a lot more travelling now next year. They've hey. sort of opened that up. So hopefully we can go to more different, ta- like different tournaments and um, interview some players, do a few vlogs and just see how it goes from there. Yeah, it'd be great. As long as this uh, continues to be positive, can't wait for next year. 2021, the year of the GTL. I think that's what they call it, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Chinese uh, cal- New Year calendar, the year of the uh, game to love. Oh, fair enough. Anything that's left to say, Ben, to wrap it up there? Nah, I think it's just a short one. We'll bring you uh, more results later in the week. But uh, yeah. Just uh, keep an eye on your bracket and hopefully I'll be overtaking you soon. (laughs) Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.